The other day I was scrolling around Twitter and I came across a phrase I'd, I'd never seen before, but it perfectly encapsulates a lot of what I think has gone terribly, terribly wrong with shooting culture and a bunch of other stuff as well. So today we're going to talk about that and it's called flex culture and yeah, let's get to it. My name is Matt Robertson. I'll be your host and welcome to the Everyday Marksman, the podcast where it's all about tactical skills for living a more adventurous life. Our website's everydaymarksman.co. There you'll find today's show notes as well as our articles, our YouTube channel, and our awesome community of marksmen. Shout out to you guys. Now let's talk about flex culture because I had never heard of this until Roy at Weapons Outfitters mentioned it in the in his Twitter post. So here's what he said. He's talking about SHOT Show. While there, I noted that I've been in the Nod space ever since B.E. Myers was kind enough to lease us space for a bit back in 2014-2015, and it's been nuts seeing the night vision market explode. We believe it's driven by Instagram and flex culture. Now, for clarity, if you're new to this, Nods means night vision, and what he's talking about is in the last several years, there's been this explosion that everybody is telling beginners that you just, you need night vision. You need it or you're going to die. And the more I thought about this, the more I realized this whole phrase of flex culture touches on on everything. I see it all the time online, whether it's in the shooting space and radio and fitness, you, know, you name it, it's there and it pisses me off. You know, there's two sides of this coin we're going to talk about. There's the FOMO and gatekeepers. So what is, what is FOMO here? It means fear of missing out. And this type of person, you know, it's a marketing personality. They've, they have enough money that they can buy or get as samples almost anything they want. And what they can do with that is show off. They show off. They go to social media. They post pictures of it. They show themselves using it. They make videos on YouTube. And they tell everybody that you need to buy this thing or you're going to die. And it's not just the gun world, by the way. I see this, like I said, in radio. People buy the latest and greatest radio gadgetry and survival skills where you need to buy that newest gadget or in fitness where you need to go do steroids, all right? For folks who are inexperienced, this drives this huge fear of missing out. That's the FOMO piece of this. They don't know what they don't know, but the person that they trust is telling them they need something. Now, then they're going to make some poor financial decision go into huge amounts of debt, or they put off investing in the actual training that they need to actually be better. And what's worse that pisses me off is when these influencers lie about it. Particularly, I'll use the fitness space for this. We have shredded dudes making you think that they got where they are by doing silly exercises on a balance ball and eat a lot of broccoli, rice, and chicken. If you knew that they also took a steady doses of steroids, then it ruins the whole image and the message that hard work, a discipliner, all you need to be like me. And this makes me, this makes me angry because we all see videos of high speed shooters who are doing all kinds of crazy things in the range and then show off. And here's the gun that I'm using. The gun did not make them good. Lots and lots and lots of practice made them good, which gets me to the gatekeepers. You know, I think influencers, you know, range from disingenuous to sometimes downright malicious. Other side of this coin is these gatekeepers, and I have a real problem with gatekeepers. You see this in almost any community, but especially ones online with a little bit of anonymity. You're going to form a hierarchy. And eventually, the people at the top of the pyramid are those who give off the appearance of being the most committed 
or the most talented at what they do. Now, since this is the internet and you never really get to vet people personally, and it's easy to appear to be more capable by simply spending more money on ever more expensive gear. It's this whole John Boyd style, easier to be rather than do. Invariably, the gatekeeper starts seeking these positions higher in the structure through buying more stuff, spending more money, and then turning around and telling everyone else something that's like, well, if you aren't willing to do what I've done, then you aren't actually serious. And people will listen to this. Some people will listen to this. Eventually, enough of these gatekeepers show up and start doing the same thing, and now you get peer pressure. They, they start telling the people who are below them on the hierarchy, well, this is just what you have to do. And the problem is that this drives people to do ridiculous decisions, All right? And here's one example. Go back to the night vision. It's this mentality of gatekeepers all over some whatever message board that make you think that you absolutely need to go spend $4,000 on a night vision monocular, or you're just not serious. But then... Even after you have this single tube PVS-14, you're still going to die because you, what you should have gotten was a set of dual tubes. But then, even if you spent the $10,000 on a set of dual tube white phosphorus night vision gear, you're still not serious because, well, you really should have spent $30,000 on quad tubes. Even then, you're still going to die because you didn't also spring for another $9,000 thermal clip-ons for your night vision. And all the while... Nobody bothered to ask the question of why the average person needs night vision to begin with and just how far that person could go by practicing just a bit of tactical minimalism and getting extremely good at the basics. There's another example. I see this all the time in the precision rifle community, uh, my, you know, one of my big nerd areas. And it's the people who, who don't ever actually seem to talk about how good their shooting skills are beyond posting pictures of groups here and there. But you know, they've all got $9,000 accuracy international rifles with $7,000 scopes on them because this is what you have to do to be serious. And all the while, there's a good chance that these dudes will go to the, go to a match at their local range and get smoked by the guy with a 50 year old Winchester. All right. Skill matters. And this is what we do about flex culture. You know, I need to be clear though. I, it's not a secret you know, that I advocate for a mentality of buy nice or buy twice. I think there is a lot of benefit to spending enough money in order to get something that's going to reliably serve you for the majority of your shooting needs. That doesn't mean going to the high end of the market either. You know, a $1,200 rifle will do 90% of the things an $8,000 rifle will do. In that case, I'm kind of hard pressed to tell you, you need to spend the $8,000, all right? I'm but even that said, I'm never going to look down on someone or tell them they aren't serious because they chose a more affordable option, say something that's in the five dollars or $600 range. There's a lot to be said for smart financial decisions. And frankly, a lot of people show poor judgment by going into debt when they shouldn't. Now, I'm not saying there isn't room for people to buy nice things and tell you about it. Sometimes we all just want to hear about that thing that maybe one day might be a once-in-a-lifetime purchase. The catch is that this group is honest about the benefits of what they're telling you about and can tell you about the alternatives that are you know, more affordable when they're available. It's not about being a marketing pitch. Now, so back to the question, what do we do about this flex culture? Well, here's a story. 
One member of our community and Discord server told me about an exercise he was on in Northern Europe. And his these teams, he's a military member, and the teams were divided into two groups. One was a insurgency. They were, you know, low tech. The other group was modern military, and they had all the trappings, night vision, thermal, communications, and all the stuff you expect to see out of a modern military. Now, knowing the technological disadvantage that they were at, the low-tech insurgent team leaned hard into the basics of field craft and infantry skills. And after a few days of doing this without any kind of resupply, the high-tech team's batteries started running low, and a lot of their advantage started fading away. But since they were so heavily relying on their technological advantage rather than the hard soldiering skills that they should have been doing, this advantage flipped around and the insurgent team took the lead. Now, I like the story because there's a lesson here. Despite the flexing of the latest and greatest by those who just want to impress you or make you feel inadequate, the real advantage will always go to the people who master the fundamentals. And that's what we can do about flex culture. If you are a new shooter, realize that there are a lot of people out there who are trying to sell you something because there is no money to be made in telling you to go out and practice. There is no money to be made in telling you to get good with what you already own. Everybody wants to sell you the next thing because, well, they want to make money. Go out and practice. Learn the skills. Be a tactical minimalist. Master those fundamentals. That is how you win. And then, when someone who is trying to flex on you because, well, they own $5,000 of whatever, challenge them to a match. Have them put up or shut up. That's how you win. That's it for me today. It's a short episode. Uh, catch you next time. Make sure you come by the website, everydaymarksman.co, and thanks for listening. Take care.